five, four, three, two, one. I'm John Miglosh for the WDMA, and we're going to be talking about direct mail today, but also some interesting marketing facts. And we're going to start off with Old Spice and their latest commercial on Total Body, which let's just say I don't think much of, but we'll go through it and uh, give it a go. It's a yoga mm, class. My total body smells good. The guy is thinking to himself how good he but smells. Did she so take my she. Old Spice Total Body deodorant with 24-7 freshness and use it on her pits, toes, and all over with all of her friends? How could you? It has 24-7 freshness, and it smells better than mine. How could I not? You could have just not. Okay, so uh, one of the problems, you know, with any commercial is that it addresses something that isn't a consumer need, consumer thought, never crossed my mind. First, it's a spray deodorant. Who cares what it sprays at, right? If you, you know, and, and, and I thought, well, maybe there's, maybe there's something to the gender issue where you don't want your wife using your deodorant because either it means you smell like a girl or she smells like a guy or I don't know what. Now, it turns out I use the same shampoo as my wife. Uh, I use uh, degree and I have kind of the herbal kind and or smell i don't know it's like super super something or other extreme i think it's called and uh you know sometimes she sometimes she uses it but i i don't you know you you go nose blind to whatever you're using so you know you you're only open to finding out from others if you stink <laughs> i think whether you use it or not so i just think the whole premise of it is just sort of warped and twisted um so let's go to the article if i can figure that out old spice and um it showcases the versatility of the new spray which means that it's it's uh androgynous it's neither male nor female apparently women like it uh, i don't think i don't see why anyone would care if their wife where their wife sprayed it as i said so it's it's just a really bad commercial um and uh, I don't see women, you know, I don't know. I've never been in a winter, women's locker room uh, that I can remember. And I don't believe they'd laugh as they were using the deodorant unless they were using it all. <laughs> they might get a kick out of that. Sort of like how my wife sometimes used to use my razor for her legs and then it wouldn't be the same quite as she found it. Um, but anyway, so... It's a continuation of Old Spices. This I thought was particularly interesting. Smell like a man, man. So why are they marketing it to women then? It undermines their premise. But, you know, media advertising makes very little sense to me. Um, would you enter your phone number to buy toothpaste? This is by The Hustle from the other day. And they're talking about how uh, CVS... Some CVSs apparently, or some Targets. I asked my wife just at breakfast if she has encountered locked cases. Um, the True Value has uh, a locked case for like lighter fluid and uh, 
Victorinox knives and some other, you know, pretty high ticket stuff. It's right next to the cash register, though, so it's not easy to get at, you know, to get at. Um, you just, the person just turns around. I think there might be tobacco products in there, too, um, you know, which are controlled substances. I'm interested in Deanne Campbell's take on this because Deanne is a retail expert, especially the, the stuff later in the in the article. But they're putting basic items, toiletries, to alcohol in a locked case. Again, alcohol makes some sense to me because it, again, is a controlled substance. Um, the the author here, who's the author? The Hustle. Okay. The author, anyway, says, uh, if you're like me, you've decided to auto order online versus wait for an employee. It makes a lot of sense. I never thought about it for that reason, but it does make sense. Um, so there's a new, there's a company, it's actually been around a while. I found a commercial on YouTube. I was searching for something that explained what it did in a simple way that didn't take six minutes and they don't really have anything. So, and, but I found an, I found a device they had done nine years ago that lets you call an employee and the employee would know which call button had been pressed around the store. And Lowe's was using that for a while. I don't know if they still are. Um, it seems like this this company, I watched several of their videos, supplies a, tries to solve a lot of different retail issues. Um, like even tracking people's path in the store, whether they're in the changing room, whether they've cut the tags off in the store where they should be cut off at the cash register, you know, those readable tags, RFID tags. Um, so this device, though, uses, you can put in your cell number or you can use facial recognition, uh, assuming that you've put that in your Walgreens or CVS um, loyalty program. I don't know. Apparently they're connected with that. Yeah, I don't like this idea. Um, but it also monitors if you take out 20 items or something like that. It turns out that that um, it's easier to sell lots of deodorant than it is to sell like Victorinox knives uh, if you're fencing them. Um, I watched a show on San Francisco, and there was one address that everybody took their fence, their their shoplifted items to, for cash, and it was piled up everywhere. Uh, and they were, and you could go there and buy stuff too. It was like their own little retail outlet, and the police knew about it, and nobody was doing anything. Um, anyway, retailers claim that shoplifting is on the rise, and uh, but you know. Uh, uh, one of the retail publications, I, I featured one of their articles, and they said that about a third of it is employees, about a third of it was wholesale in transit stuff, and about a third of it was at retail where it was actually taken off the shelves. And so two-thirds of it was was sort of more more internal issues, management issues, than it was the actual consumers. Um, but nevertheless... You know, it is visible, and uh, they're trying to stop it. Uh, if you look at the history of retail, uh, the founder of Piggly Wiggly was one of the very first people to let to let consumers wander through the aisles and pick their own uh, merchandise up. 
before that, if you watch, uh, if you watch old westerns, you'll see, uh, you know, someone come into the general store and they'll ask Mr. Smith for, you know, a bowl to a bowl to cloth, uh, you know, a barrel of pickles and uh, and, you know, ten pounds of, of flour or something, and and the clerk will go get it. And that's the way retail was done. So we're kind of moving back to that. But this was interesting. According to Idemy, which might be, or Indemy, it looks like Idemy, <laughs> CEO Joe Badano says cases can be uh, can reduce store sales. But by putting locked cases up, you can reduce store sales by about 20%. And one study, which may or may not be linkable here i don't see that it is uh said that 71 percent of shoppers are less likely to make an in-store purchase if confronted with theft deterrent measures and as i said i asked my wife about it she said she remembered seeing it at walmart years ago but she hadn't seen any lately um and if you have to call for an employee to open the case then it's a waste of time for employees who are already short-staffed uh, so it could solve some of these, but one shopper told Associated Press, entering her phone number felt invasive. Yeah, it does to me too. Now you'd think that there could be a, you know, somehow, you know, like, like uh, a near field scanner of your membership card or something. It seems like there could be easier ways to do that. I don't know. Anyway, uh, also, I didn't know this, but in June... Inform Consumers Act, Inform Consumers, which I don't know, but anyway, it required online vendors to disclose info about third-party sellers that sell high volumes of consumer products. Where are they getting this stuff? Denny Hatch, uh, one of my heroes from back in the day, used to say that eBay was the world's largest fence operation. And one of my clients, American Science and Surplus, said when online selling like eBay became popular, he said we didn't used to have any problem with a truck showing up and, and you know, if the case held 24-somethings, there'd be 24 in them. He says now routinely we have to count everything and there's 22, you know, just a couple, just a little bit, you know, but that's 10%. 10% shrinkage. He said, and now it's rampant and it's it's all over the place. And so he said, it's hard to get, it's hard to get truckers. It's hard to know where it happens, but it's hard to get truckers that handle it. So um, maybe if they can't resell it, but there's always a way to resell it, right? So maybe the, if that pans out, we can go back to smelling all the deodorants at Walgreens, which I thought was a funny tie-in with the commercial. Do you need a direct mail agency by Jeff Terran? And I, I would say, I mean, I know he wants to start the, the uh, he wants to start the headline with a question rather than you need a direct mail agency. But I would say it's a resounding yes. If you're mailing more than a few pieces, uh, you know, I told my sister-in-law who started a uh, a uh, a dress <laughs> tailoring business. Uh, that she could just, you know, print up postcards and take them to the post office and they could mail them into the high-end zip codes around her store. And um, I think she did that. I think it worked pretty well. But, yeah, that's not hard to do. But but there's more to it than that. 
and Jeff rightly points this out. And uh, he says that that their agency talks to over 100 direct mail prospects a year, people wanting to get into direct mail or use direct mail. And he gets the sense of that people are thinking, can I just do this myself? And um, you can, of course. And early in my career, I worked with a guy who sold um, trucking accessories for, you know, big trucking. And uh, he did a he did a promo to his customer list that he had kept, you know, kept business cards and uh, promoting the ratchet straps go over the truck and how uh, if you had to cut them that he'd replace them for you or something like that. They were guaranteed and all this. And he 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 literally cut words out of other flyers and pasted them on to make the artwork. It looked like a ransom note, you know, in a in a detective thriller, and it pulled a couple of percent. He did fine, and so then, uh, you know, he'd heard about our agency and said, maybe you know, if if I could do this, then you could do double this or something. And so we did a very fancy design, and even glued pieces of the strap as samples onto the mailing piece approved by the postal service, and it bombed. Didn't do it good at all. And so I think sometimes when the when the when it's done it's a do it yourself it has some credibility of you know of being genuine and so i'm not saying that and and you know his did way better than ours did <laughs> i learned a lot in that one um you know of course it was brown ink on brown paper and it was you know it was a designer that was trying to prove his value but didn't know anything about direct mail he learned <laughs> he learned a lot from that one um and we became friends after that. But but the point is that it's you're you're manufacturing something. Okay? You're manufacturing this piece of mail. And there's coatings and there's formats and there's layouts and there's offers and there's test strategies. And I really like that Jeff put that first. That's first on the thing. I think it should be first. What are we trying to find out? You say, well, we're just trying to get orders. Yeah, okay. But you can get more than orders. You can find out things with mail. You can find out things with mail probably better than you can with anything else, any other medium, because mail has high engagement and doesn't throw itself away. Goes to a decision maker. It has to a decision has to be made. None of that is true about regular media. You know, you ignore it and it doesn't bother you. <laughs> doesn't bother it doesn't bother anyone it goes away the next one will come there'll always be more coming you know it's like billboards on the freeway if you're not if you're watching the road and don't see them you don't see them and it's fine and they they don't follow you down the road right so test strategies is is first and that's something that if you do it yourself you won't think about or you won't do it in a valid way or you'll draw conclusions that you shouldn't and so excellent that Jeff puts that first. I think we need to sell that as one of the key features of mail that people don't even realize. And it accomplishes those two things. One, we'll, we'll learn as we go. It, I've never seen someone who's testing not get better. So it's unbeat, an unbeatable strategy because we can learn and learn and learn, okay, if we do it well. That's something. I can tell you what of your marketing is wasted, right? The other thing is, it's tricky. Even holdout tests are tricky. We found out how tricky they were. So even, so it tells, it elevates the question of can I do it myself? 
by talking about testing as something that an expert understands. And, you know, even that expertise is going away. Most agencies probably shouldn't even say that. They probably will. I hope they listen to the show. But uh, attribution considerations, there's all kinds of issues. Lists. You know, I was talking with uh, with Rusty Dykus from Old School Marketing, who does handwritten mail. Jeff, we got to talk again. Rusty and I had a long conversation about that, and we're going to get to something else that we talked about. But, you know, in in the 80s, we only mailed lists of people that bought through the mail, if we were selling through the mail, because half of America didn't have credit cards. Half of America wasn't willing to put a check in an envelope and send it, right? So there was no sense in mailing a, a, a phone directory or mailing around, maybe around your store because they could come to your store. But if you didn't have a store, what didn't make any sense. Okay, so absolutely, this is important. Jeff says, well, if you're mailing locally, you can probably do it yourself. Ab- absolutely right. He's right. But, um, you know, there's there's data and lists and letter shop and postage and multiple vendors need to be coordinated. It's a misconception that digital programs are easily converted to mail and vice versa. They aren't. It's different. It's really different. Direct mail works, but it's not cheap. It takes up front, you know, to to set up, and you don't know until you do it, right? It's a constant testing and learning medium. Excellent, excellent, Jeff. And um, what do what do they look for? They look for a budget that recognizes agency services in addition to the cost of production. Okay. So in their case at Gunderson Direct, there's Gunderson Direct up there. Um. And Jeff usually reads this stuff and watches. <laughs> this is one of his best ever. Uh, an ongoing willingness to test and share data to optimize returns. He and I talked a couple of years ago, and I was just shocked, and Mike Gunderson too, at how their clients didn't always share the results. How how short-sighted is that? That's cutting off your nose to spite your face. Well, they didn't want, you know, if you if you if you're not going to share your results with your agency to, to help them get better, then my goodness, you're not even in the right media. Go to a media that has no results. <laughs> Go do Old Spice commercials on the Super Bowl or something. Anyway, so uh, excellent. You know, right to the end, test and share the results. Absolutely foundational. That's enough for today. I have some more to say, but... but uh, Rusty and I had a talk about the Sephora case study from Canada Post, and I saw some good reaction to that. We'll try to get more from that Insight magazine. Uh, or, um, it's it's excellent, and there there was a on that show there was a a link to subscribe, and I recommend everybody subscribes because it's the last direct mail, uh, direct marketing publication at, at in existence. I think. Well done, Canada Post. Bye bye. <laughs>